0: with your host chris and
1: joe hey what's up everybody and welcome to hot takes and cold beers as always i am your host joe and with me is our co-host chris how's it going tonight bro
0: going good tonight man it's been another wonderful day working from home (laughs) i know you're jealous
1: super jealous as always <laughs> um hey before we get started i would like to say some stuff real fast and i'd like to begin and say that these opinions are my own and not the views of my employer i do not represent my employer or their views on this or any other platform these are my own opinions and with that being said chris both you and myself of hot takes and cold beers have grown up in a, and continue to live and work in a, di- a diverse culture and we can condemn the actions taken by the Minneapolis police last week that resulted in the untimely death of George Floyd. We wish his family all the sympathy in the world and know that no amount of time will ever make up the sorrow the loss of a loved one can bring, especially with the understanding that we will never understand the extra pain that this specific circumstance is sure to bring. Rest in peace, George, and we hope that your murderers are brought to justice in a swift and timely manner. My only hope is that as American, this time, the message will get across to the people in proper positions, will do something, anything, in their power to stop the needless killings of black Americans in the future. Upon release of this episode, we will post links and websites where you can donate to this cause. So be on the lookout for that. Do something, do whatever you can to help this cause out. It's a good cause. I just wanted to start off the show by saying that.
0: Yeah, man, thanks for doing that. Uh, it's really an interesting time we're living in right now. You know, it breaks my heart seeing what everything that's going down from the from the killing and then ultimately into the riots. I mean, it's not about the riots, it's about the killing of, you know, an innocent. Innocent man, you know, he didn't have to die from the police killing, so it, it's a, it's really, really sad to see. I just hope um, everything can figure itself out and, you know, we're out there with you. So
1: for sure, man. So what are you drinking tonight?
0: Tonight, man. I am drinking a special beer. It's called, well, first off, it's by a flying dog, and it's called Night Putting Ale. Now, this <laughs> is a, a celebrating 40th anniversary of Caddyshack.
1: I was going to say, is that a Caddyshack it, reference? It
0: is. And if you if you notice, the, the can looks like the fedora. Uh, I do, who would I buy do it? It, it, comes, it comes with a bowl of soup. It looks good on you, though.
1: <laughs> yeah. Who would buy a hat like that? <laughs> to everybody.
0: looks good on you though <laughs> yeah classic gotta, movie. And really good beer. Bowling ball sized eyes. Yeah. <laughs> really good beer though by flying dog brewed here in maryland too so it's just an ipa it's delicious what you drinking on tonight
1: oh uh, man i just got some shiner bach you know what i'm saying i found one in my fridge left over don't tell Skyler though because it's not a part of my diet but uh you know i <laughs> I found a non light beer left over in my fridge and I had to jump at it real fast. And, you know, nice. anytime I'm drinking the Shiner Bach, I feel a little Texan in me riling right, right up a little bit. Texas, Texas. I just want to, I just want to take my gun to the gun range and go last with some <laughs> cattle.
0: Yeah. You know. Well, you know what they say is whenever you buy a, a bottle of whiskey in Texas, it comes with a free uh, six shooter.
1: Is that true? Because uh if that's true, I might have to have Susie hook me up, you know what I'm saying? Cause she you know yeah.
0: Susie. Susie. hook us up. <laughs> Susie's
1: living in Susie's living in Kylene, Texas. And I, I don't know. Every time I just like think of the name Kylene, Texas, I just think of like some like, you know, like old woman with a southern voice going like Kylene, Texas. You know what I'm
0: saying? Like- <laughs> Kylie Texas. Every time I think of Texas, I think of that episode of SpongeBob where he's like, Texas is dumb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, <what? laughs> SpongeBob, Spongebob like turns into the shape of Texas And he's yeah. like uh, <laughs> What am like, I? <laughs> yeah. uh, Patrick's like, stupid? <laughs> oh, stupid?
0: <laughs> stupid? <laughs> he's like, no, oh, I'm Texas And Patrick, <laughs> like, what's the difference? <laughs> classic episode, man
1: Definitely a classic one.
0: Oh yeah, man How you been de- living down there in Florida? Is it uh, treating you well?
1: Yeah, not too bad uh, A lot of storms and stuff Tropical depression coming our way. Maybe we'll get a few mm. days off of work for that hurricane days down here in Florida. Yeah.
0: You're going to ride it out like the hurricane man?
1: Yeah, I think so. They don't even really give you a choice because some of us have to evacuate. And then some of us like, so if there's a hurricane down here, I have to go into base and uh, and uh, wrap up all the computers with uh, trash bags and stuff like that. And make sure they don't don't get a, you know, what's it
0: called? Hell yeah, Wet, man. I guess. Well, <laughs> yeah. You must have your AC on, though, because you're wearing a hoodie right now. And I got to say, it's a dope ass hoodie. Where'd oh, you get thanks that shoe? Yeah, we,
1: we definitely got the AC running. It's uh, way, way too hot outside. Anyway, yeah, thanks, man. I got this hoodie from uh, Marked.com, or it's actually Shopmarked.com. It, marked is spelled M-R-K-E-D. So it's this website that my friend from Hawaii started, and she's super talented and I, she she mostly sells these things called waist beads on them, which is a thing that I'm sure that females enjoy. She does a pretty good business as far as I know, and uh, like she has other things on there. She's gonna make some cool T-shirts. She sells these hoodies, and I think there's more on coming down the line. And it's very comfortable. It's I you know I'm not a man of style, but I've gotten compliments saying it's pretty stylish. <laughs> so um, yeah, check out. Um, it's shopmarked.com That's That's S H O P M R K E D.com. Check it out. Good friend of mine. Good small business. So yeah.
0: Hell yeah, dude. I love that. I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. Cause that's a sweet hoodie for our listeners here. Let me describe this hoodie. It's like a, it's got like a, uh, an eye on the front made out of like, it looks like, is that made out of beads or something?
1: Uh no, it's some it's just like hand embroidered, so it's like oh, super cool because like yeah. you don't you really don't see like hand embroidered stuff like in stores like that or anything. Yeah, know.
0: you know what I mean. That's that's so like probably what looks so hand cool. Hand
1: embroidered hoodie. Yeah, 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 hell yeah. Yeah, I did. Like I, I ordered it, and you know she got it to me in like about five days or five business days, but that's still pretty good for a one person operation, I think. So
0: definitely, I'm gonna have to check that out for sure. Did you see anything going on in the sports world recently?
1: Yeah, man, I well, I've been working, so I haven't been paying attention to it as much as I normally would. Um oh, yeah. especially I suppose because, especially because there hasn't been a whole lot going on yet. I mean, still talking about the uh MLB player negotiations, which we talked on last time. Yeah. Uh, which the owners um what well, they turned down the most recent offer from the players, I believe. And then they uh, did just looking yep. l- looking forward to the uh NHL and NBA playoffs a little bit. So... Look, uh, how were those fights, man? How were those fights um, on Saturday? The man?
0: fights were the fights weren't too bad. Um, nothing crazy went on. Um, Tyron Woodley, the main card, uh, went to decision. So I mean, it was a it was a good fight card, but nothing like insane happened. Like you said, it was kind of a smaller card on just ESPN. So, but it was it was good to see live sports. Still, I always enjoy hearing their commentary uh, in a silent arena. You know, that's always entertaining. Yeah, they were they were pretty good though. To be honest, we were uh we were having a bonfire that night. So, we were more interested in the bonfire than the fights if that tells you anything. You know. But it's funny yeah. you mentioned the uh the NBA playoffs. I don't know if you saw this or not. It came out today that uh, they have a plan set for uh end of July. It's going to be a 22 team format playoff team format. And I'm
1: oh So there's there's copy in the NHL right now.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. And they're, they're um It's going to be pretty much the same format, though, uh, as far as the five game and seven game series goes. And the uh, game seven of the finals, if there was a game seven, is slated to take place in mid-October. So uh, we're going to have basketball well into the fall. Um, starting at the end of July, beginning of August, hopefully, as long as everything gets approved, um, which is super, super good news. Uh, so that'll take what they're going to do is they are taking, like I said, the game seven to mid October of the finals, and then they're going to do the draft a few days after that. They're going to treat it like a normal off season, where you know where they usually have the finals in June, and then the draft is like a week later. Uh, they're going to do the same thing. Um, so whenever the finals are done, they're going to have the draft a few days later, and then they're going to have the free agency period and all that good stuff. And they're looking to have, uh, NBA start the next season by Christmas. So it's going to be a little bit weird, but you know, they're, they're making do with what they got, you know,
1: Hey, I'm all for a shorter NBA off because sometimes that, that stuff is so annoying. Like I get yeah. it, that free agency and all that stuff is like exciting. But it's just it, it's so annoying sometimes, man. So that is yeah, offer the
0: shorter. Damn, it's a damn soap opera sometimes. So we'll see what happens. I don't think uh the Greek freak is up for free agency this year. I think it's next year, right?
1: No, I'm pretty sure it's after this season if I'm not mistaken. it after this season? Staking. Um I can when look you, it up, you... Professor.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure, go, sure it's... Ahead. go ahead and look it up, but what do you think? Do you, does he stay in Milwaukee or does he go go look for a title somewhere else? Which- I think
1: it. I think it really depends on if they win a championship this year. To be honest, right? Um, I think it'll be a lot. I mean, so he's kind of hard to compare about LeBron's first run at the Cavs because they kind of have gotten him help. He's definitely got a got who is that robin lopez is up there
0: oh dude make no mistake about it the bucks are a force to be reckoned with like they have a good team around giannis so i mean the thing will come down to are they going to offer him the money or is he going to go chase money in a championship somewhere say i've heard rumors of him trying to go to la with lebron
1: so it's a player option next year Um, okay so he can sign a he can sign an extension with the Bucks, which will make him so he's he's basically a free agent. So he can sign a five-year deal with the Bucks for 253 million. So you know, basketball does that thing where if you stay with your same team, you, the team that you're already on is the only team that can offer you like the top amount of money, but you are free to go anywhere else for a lesser amount of money. It's like the super max contract. Okay. So get the most money for staying with the Bucks. I honestly think it's if they win a championship this year then I think he probably stays in Milwaukee. Um, I think if they even come close, I was going to say, even if they come close, it kind of depends like in the manner of how they lose. If they get knocked out in Eastern conference finals, like they did last year against Toronto, I don't, I don't see him staying in Milwaukee, but he does have a good team around him. Who is it? Chris Middleton's up there. He's pretty good. That's who, that's who's up there, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And he's pretty good. And like I said, they got Robin Lopez and stuff. And um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll see. Um, if he does leave Milwaukee, where do you think he'd go? You think the Lakers – I think the Lakers are a little bit un, uh, unoriginal.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is a little unoriginal, and they're a little top-heavy too. I mean, they got AD. Was well, that so not I a done
1: deal that AD is going to stay with the Lakers. Well, that's true. Season, that's right?
0: true too. I think, I think what happens, if AD ends up leaving the Lakers, I think that opens up a good spot for Giannis. And that would be an interesting um, – interesting matchup with LeBron Uh, that would actually be really really scary honestly
1: yeah I don't I don't know though man because see Anthony Davis is kind of like that Scottie Pippen player where he can still be productive with his hands off the ball yeah and that's why he meshes so well with LeBron is because he doesn't have to have the ball to have an effect on the game and I'm not saying that Giannis isn't like that but I do think that Giannis and LeBron are similar in the fact that they both are going to be at their best with the ball in their hands
0: you know what it, do- what it does for AD is uh, it's those eyebrows.
1: <laughs> you mean eyebrow.
0: Eyebr- exactly. It's the eyebrow that uh, scares off his opponents. <laughs> it's
1: possible. I, I hear a bunch of uh, stuff about maybe Giannis going down into Miami with Jimmy Butler.
0: I could see and that too. That would be a decent matchup too. I feel bad for Jimmy Butler, man. That dude – uh, I don't, he's don't feel a bad for player. Jimmy Butler at all. Well, he's in, I mean, he's in
1: the situation he's in because he wanted to be. He was a free agent. He could have gone anywhere in the league, and he chose to that's go to Miami.
0: true. How, yeah. yeah, I mean, he—that was his call. He did end up going to Miami. When did he? What year did he go there? Like at the beginning of this? That year. was. Was it? Oh, whew. Yeah. that's rough. Yeah, because I love those, he was I love those the, Miami. He went for those uniforms, though, dude. You can't, you can't shit on those uniforms. Well, if was Miami any, had
1: a. Miami had a pretty good decent season. They got a few really good young guys and uh that you know they were a playoff team for sure.
0: Yeah. Um It's all yeah, about those Miami Vice uniforms though. Dude, if there was Miami. any other any other uniform that I would get besides a Cleveland uniform, it would be that Miami Vice uniform for sure cuz that thing is crispy.
1: Yeah, that that's the only uniform I have that's not a Cle- well. I take that back. I got two uniforms in my closet that are not Cleveland slash Ohio State uniforms. One of them is a Dwayne Wade Miami Vice jersey. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't even remember buying that one.
0: I, uh, yeah, that, you got that when we were in 2121. It was probably on one of our adventures.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I, maybe I was doing some drunk shopping online or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, it just kind of showed up at the door one day. So I got that. And then the only other non-Cleveland uniform I have is uh, I got a Tony Gwynn throwback Padres uh,
0: baseball. Okay, jersey. okay, yeah. Well, you did live in San Diego for a while, so you there is a soft spot in your heart for us, uh, the San Diego Padres, and I understand that. Well, well especially I...
1: Mr. Padre, Tony Gwynn, you know what oh, I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I have a, um, a old-school San Diego Padre uh, hat that I like to Well, I haven't worn it since I've been in California, but uh, when I was there, I was wearing it when I was go- – Go to the games pretty much every day because my ship was there for like a month for a maintenance period. So like we would get off work and we would go down to the gas lamp at district and get a few beers in us. And then we would go off to the, to the Padres game for super cheap. And it's always a really fun time. So, you know, oh, yeah. I do enjoy Padres. I do enjoy the Padres. Yeah. One of them I've been to, a, I'm sure my goal is to hit
1: all 30 MLB stadiums in the country. And I've been to a That's, couple and, that's also Petco park down there in San Diego is one of the best, the best ones.
0: I think my personal favorite, uh, because this is also on my bucket list as well. So every new city I go to, I try to hit up their baseball stadium. And I think one of my personal favorite stadiums I've ever been to, I don't know if you've ever been to Miller park up in, um, Milwaukee, but there, the brewers have a fantastic, fantastic stadium. It's a indoor stadium. Um, but the atmosphere there is just incredible.
1: I haven't been to that one. I would love to. That's, that's yeah. one where the mascot slides down the slide, right?
0: That, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the best part is about that is they're playing uh, – you know, Bob Uecker is the announcer for the Milwaukee Brewers. And for those of you yeah. who don't know, Bob Uecker is the major league announcer in the movie Major League for the Cleveland Indians. And you hear that voice – uh, throughout the game because they're they're piping it over the PA system and it's fantastic they they retired his number i i actually have a shirt of bob uker as well that i'll wear every now and then it looks really weird because i'll throw on my indians hat and then i'll have a fucking brewer's t shirt on <laughs> i'm like who are you i'm like but he's an he's a honorary indian because he was in major leagues so I, I i feel no shame wearing it for sure man no i really like petco park uh, yeah that one that usually... one's super nice
1: so the stadium itself is pretty nice. I like the look of it and everything. And uh, the thing about Peco Park that's so awesome is this is a great area of San Diego.
0: Absolutely. Um, like, I, like I said, you go down to the Gaslamp District, you have a few beers before the game, and then you head off to Peco Park, which is right across the street, man. It's a fantastic area. A few area. beers,
1: a few carne asada tacos,
0: oh a couple my shots God. of
1: tequila. Yeah, dude, oh, yeah. Oh, and then you can get like, the, you can get tacos and burritos and stuff like that. At the, like, They don't have hot dogs in and fucking peanuts or anything like that. They got like some good ass burritos and tacos.
0: And and their food is really good. Wanted. And they're dirt cheap uh, tickets. Like everywhere you sit. I think I sat on the left field wall for like 30 bucks one time. It was fantastic. Yeah, the last time I
1: went, I think we spent 25 bucks and sat right on the third baseline, a little bit past yeah. the third base, but still on the third baseline. Now right. I was going to say though, the reason, the reason why I want to say that Petco Park is my favorite baseball park that I've been to, just because the Padres aren't usually very good, and there's not a lot of fans. While the stadium itself is super nice, the atmosphere is kind of lacking for me, and uh, yeah, yeah. Th- that's why I got to say that the favorite baseball park that I have been to, besides you know Progressive Park in Cleveland, Ohio, of course, Obviously. that'll always yeah. be number one for me. But besides yeah. that, um, this last summer I went to uh, uh, I went to the Bay, San Francisco, man, and sat oh, in Oracle Park. I- the, yeah. the Giants Park, man, that thing is awesome. The atmosphere is great. Um, fortunately, when I went to that, my dad's friend bought us some really good seats, like in the loge. So that was super nice and everything like that. Nice. And um, But there's not a bad seat in that entire stadium. You, it's a really intimate ballpark. It feels like you're right there in the action. And then you got the beautiful outlook of the Bay. And, you know, the fans are all there. I think I was also super lucky because the day we went, they were playing the Oakland A's. And all the A's fans just drove their boats like across the, uh, bay, and were like, yeah, they were firing, uh, A's t shirts with like t shirt hands <laughs> like into the ballpark and stuff like that. That's so awesome. That was like a super awesome experience.
0: That's the one with the giant Coke bottle in right field, too, isn't it? It's in left field, but yeah. Left field? Okay. Yeah. That's right. A cool right, field for is sure. like
1: the, right field has like a little bridge
0: and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the thing I like about Miller Park, too, is, um, They've got that slide that their mascot slides down every time they score, which is pretty yeah. cool in uh in the uh, left field, um left fleet left field bleachers. I want to say that it is, but yeah, it's super. That so that's my personal favorite park, man. But Giants Park sounds really really awesome. I got to hit that one up. I've hit, I want to say ten or eleven of the parks so far in my travels. So still got a ways to go.
1: Hey, so going back to UFC a little bit here, because I know that we had one request to watch the fights uh, or talk about the fights that happened last weekend. Um, it sounds like neither of us were very invested, so we were bad
0: sports yeah. talk radio hosts. So Shevchenko, um, it was actually, you know, the fighter Shevchenko, the good one. Right. She has a sister, apparently, because this was not her. This was not um, <laughs> yeah no she does have a sister who is also fighting so initially going in i bet on shevchenko not knowing i just i just knew the name honestly and then i didn't know that it was her sister but she got her ass beat dude <laughs> it was uh embarrassing for the shevchenko name so there was another one there um, what do you
1: think what, what do you think next for, uh, what do you think is next for woodley
0: oh man that's a tough call uh so Woodley is what is he he's a light heavyweight correct? I believe so. I think it all depends on what John Jones does, man.
1: Um Well, John Jones um he's relinquishing his title in the light heavyweight. He's uh giving what? up his title. He's going to take right. some time off and uh John- I, I think he's making a move up to heavyweight, man, which is going to be super he, interesting.
0: He's trying to, but uh Dana is basically saying no at this point they've been on a on a twitter war rant on each other he's saying
1: Um, he's saying no at this point but i think dana ultimately will do whatever makes him the most money and i think that if you let if you let the dc stipe and naganu thing kind of play itself out in the next card or or not the next card but the next time they fight or something like that and then by that time hopefully john jones makes a leap up in the heavyweight wins a couple of fights then Maybe he's the next, uh, not the next challenger down the line, but like, you know, two or three challenges or something like that. I think ultimately Dana goes with the money. And seeing oh Dan, uh, John Bones Jones fight, you know, the ultimate winner of the triangle of Naganu, DC, and Stipe, that's going to be a huge card. That's going to oh, get I'm, heavyweight would, back on the map. So
0: I would love to see that for sure. And him leaving the light heavyweight division also kind of frees up uh, the top space. I mean, he's already relinquishing the title as giving it up because he's trying to move up. But, um, you know, that, that frees up that light heavyweight too, which is nice too because you got some good up-and-comers there too. So that'll be nice to see. John Jones has been – have you seen his Instagram profile recently? Uh, he There were some rioters and, and looters going on in his hometown. Uh, I think it's Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah,
1: I, I saw that where the two he, kids had uh, yeah, spray, spray cans and – yeah, and, he
0: he snatched the cans right out of their hands, like, and they didn't even cower or nothing. Like, obviously, they didn't know who John Jones was, because <laughs> if well, John Jones comes up to me and snatches a spray can out of my hand, I'm like, "Ooh, I'm sorry, Mister Jones, don't beat my ass." <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I'm just saying those. Uh, you know, out of that's pretty unlucky to be the two kids in the whole entire country that get caught by John Jones with spray pay cans, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess it would be.
1: Hey, so yeah. when's the next, uh, when's the next, like, pay-per-view, the next big card? Has it been announced yet or anything?
0: I don't, I don't think they've announced anything major yet, but definitely uh, we'll do another pre-show on the next major, I think it's UFC 250 at this point, so we'll definitely have to do another pre-show fight. Uh, maybe I have my a good buddy crossed. John on, or you can have one of your buddies on this time or whatever, but I'm hoping yeah, it's going to be, Hoping it's going to be uh, the Conor McGregor fight.
1: I was going to say, I got my fingers crossed for Mesvold versus McGregor man. Yeah, that, that would just that would make Although, me feel some type of way.
0: McGregor did just agree to another fight. It was it was a verbal agreement or whatever. Uh, who was it? I can't remember who it was. It wasn't it wasn't um, it wasn't Mesdivaldo. Anyway, he he verbally agreed to it. There's no contract or anything. Dana didn't come out and say this was happening, but it was like another one of those Twitter things where he uh, he got called out by whoever this fighter was, and he's like, "All right, let's do it." So we'll see what comes of that. But I'm definitely crossing my fingers for that Mesudal and McGregor fight because that would be super good. I mean, McGregor's looking like really beefy right now, so I'm wondering if maybe his some of his speed that he has goes away with that with the bulk that he has, but you know, he's a dog. He always gets in there and fights. So that would be, that would be a really good fight. The Mesfidal and McGregor fight.
1: Yeah, I think so too. And I'm really, really looking forward to it. Any big card is good, but be super excited for that one.
0: Hell yeah, I would be too. And hopefully they announce something like that soon. I think it's, it should be coming up here soon. They usually do, a huge card at least once a month and now that they've established their uh las vegas is allowed to fight and it sounds like all the fights are probably going to be in las vegas for now so yeah i'm hoping they announce that soon the one i can't wait for is the the steep a and dc fight though i'm saying like i said before it's probably going to be happening in in the fall and also i wouldn't mind seeing that um habib fight against a gaichi gaichi thank you that habib gaichi fight in the fall i hope that happens too because that would be that would be a really good fight as well
1: for sure man yeah we'll have to see we said about the uh said about the ufc see what's coming up there hey so we talked about our favorite mlb stadiums let me ask you this yeah, how many nfl stadiums have you been to
0: oh boy how many nfl stadiums? so obviously i've been to First Energy Stadium. I've been or to the Browns for those of you who don't. Know. For the for the Browns, the Schittsburg Squealers. I've been to their stadium. I'm going to Baltimore Stadium this year. I haven't been. I, I live somewhat near Washington Redskins Stadium, but I haven't been there yet. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere, which is really really inconvenient. Like there's no like train rides. It, uh, an Uber would cost like sixty bucks to get there. Uh, because it's in the middle of nowhere, like they could not. Probably more than that,
1: because they'll hike up the prices on uh, games. Oh uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, how many people are going to see Redskins games though? But I, would, I, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and go make it to a Redskins game this year, just because you know our boys Dwayne Haskins and Chase Young are both there. So, not to mention
1: go... Dreamboat. Dreamboat Jack Del Rio is the uh, exactly DC. That should be
0: that. Yeah. So, I'm going to try and make the that one at some point this year. What other ones have I been to? Yeah,
1: I I've only, I've only th- ever think, been to I, the
0: – I think that's pretty much it, man.
1: I've only ever been to the Browns um, stadium. No, I've been I, you know what?
0: The... I, have, I have been to Cincinnati Stadium as well. So, after this year, I have hit all of the AFC North teams. <laughs> and that's about it. Yeah, I, for-
1: I forgot that you were at one point.
0: I would, I did go to school down there for two years. So, uh,
1: in the closet, Cincinnati
0: fan. No, I was not. Well, uh, why can't why can't I have a National League team and an American League team?
1: Well, hey, for baseball, it's one conversation. But you know.
0: yeah. Well, there was no way in hell I was a Bengals fan at any point <laughs> in my life. <laughs> you yeah. could go fuck yourself on that. <laughs> nah, but
1: yeah, I've I've only ever been to the Brown Stadium, so I'm. Like I said, if everything works out and there's actually fans allowed um, this season and we're allowed to travel and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. the, uh, the uh, All the stadiums I get hit up this year will be super dope.
0: Right, because you're trying to go to Dallas and Tennessee, correct? And Jacksonville. Oh, and Jacksonville, right. I am trying to come to that Dallas one with you as well, as long as we can travel.
1: Yeah, see Jerry World and everything like that. So Hello. I'm excited. Now, I like seeing different – football stadiums but uh we kind of touched on it in the last episode but i mean football games are awesome to go to and everything like that too don't get me wrong however i'm much i want to say more happy but like watching football on a tv is like yeah yeah it's kind of like a better experience for me you could I, mean, say I like you going to the browns there. games and i like going to the browns games and everything like that and being part of the crowd and going to see the browns in their stadiums would be cool but like sometimes I think you get a better football experience on the TV, listening to the announcers, if it's a good announcer. And, right. Uh, seeing the replays and all that good stuff, seeing the analysis, live analysis.
0: Yeah. I enjoy going, going to a bar, or even watching it at home. Um, it's, it's, it's a good experience. The the beer is cheaper. You know, you don't have to worry about getting home afterwards. Uh, you know, it's a good time. Oh, I have been to Denver stadium. Now that, it clicked in my head. I went to Denver uh, a couple of years ago. So that was all That uh, the mile high stadium is actually really, really nice. I like that one. We were playing uh, the Broncos were playing the Browns. So I traveled out there to watch them. And uh, it was funny because Cleveland traveled out to Denver. Like I would say a good, at least a third of the stadium was Browns fans. And that's, that's pretty impressive considering how far out at West that is, you know, and oh, yeah. uh, after the game, of course, I was wearing my, uh, my Browns jersey. And I made a, I made a uh, side bet with my friend that I went there with. And I was, who, she was a, she's a huge Broncos fan. And uh, so we made a side bet. Okay, whoever wins this game, the loser has to wear the other uh, person's jersey. So <laughs> I was wearing my Jarvis Landry jersey. And we won that game. And so she had to wear the Jarvis Landry Jersey while we went out the rest of the night. <laughs> and like, everybody was like high-fiving her. Like, yeah, we won. <laughs> it was so funny. You should have seen her face, dude. It was hilarious. She was like, Oh my God, I fucking hate you. <laughs> it that's was great. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I was just laughing the whole time. It was great. Yeah, that's good.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to see the different NFL teams. Like I said, I think I've been to about 11 MLB stadiums uh, so far in my life. I've been pretty fortunate with that. So yeah. you know, if baseball ever comes back, maybe I can fix that a little bit too.
0: Hopefully. I, f- I hope they can figure this whole arbitration thing out.
1: Hey, you remember when we used to hit up uh, University of Hawaii baseball games back in the oh, day? Yeah, the, dude, those things were those, super Those fun. were like – they were super fun sometimes. They like yeah. I had a great time going to those.
0: Well, the funny part about that was, is, you know, I was always wearing my uh, my snapback hat backwards. Right. And uh, we went there and I got super sunburned on my face. And then like um, I had the snapback sunburn on my forehead. And the next day I had to go get my picture taken for my I.D. (laughs) So like my I.D. picture, I just looked ridiculous for the next like year and a half, two years that I had that I.D. I had the uh, snapback sunburn on my on my forehead.
1: <laughs> hey, that's okay. You always look ridiculous.
0: Uh, well, I, yeah. Not now though. I have a giant beard now. Just kidding. It looks ridiculous.
1: Nah, your beard is sexy. I wish I could grow a beard. I wouldn't even have as good of a beard as you though, because I like don't grow a mustache at all. There's yeah. some uh, There's some Amish in my past somewhere because I I grow like when I when I used to grow it out when work would allow me to grow it out, I would have like a pretty, my beard itself was not as long as it is now, but definitely it's, as, as full, but there was zero mustache to be seen. Yeah. So,
0: that's funny. It's, it's funny you mentioned the Amish cause uh, back in the day before I joined the Navy and I had my quote unquote beard, which looking back now was an awful beard by the way. Um, it kind of looked like Greg's, but <laughs> my dad, my, my dad, again, I'm shouting out dad. Uh, he would always introduce me to people like, and this is my Amish son, Chris. <laughs> like, <laughs> God damn it, dad. <laughs> yeah. I love hey, you. Sh-
1: shout out to my little brother. Uh, Schmeg, Greg, George, the man of many names. Um, graduated mullet high man. school this week. Hell yeah. yeah. Cheers hey. to that.
0: Cheers, Greg. Cheers
1: to that. And uh, yeah, he graduated high school. Um, he graduated high school, as Chris mentioned with a mullet. And like the patchy beard that you've ever seen in your life, so that, oh my you know. god,
0: it was it was a great look. I am jealous of that look, honestly. He pulled he rocks the mullet
1: hard, dude. Yeah, I know. I was I was really hoping that he would dye the you know top of it
0: blonde too, like just oh, the top yes. like yes. Eh, eh. Oh no, you know what? Speaking of blonde mullets, did you see the? This is way off topic, by the way. Uh, did you see that the? Florida judge ruled that Carol Baskin from Tiger King, right? She got yeah, yeah, yeah. gifted Joe Exotic's, uh, zoo.
1: Yeah, I did see that. I, well, I didn't, I just like heard about it today on the radio, but that's, you know, that's pretty crazy. That,
0: that just came out last night, like late last night, dude. Like ultimately she's the winner here. What if she set that shit up, dude?
1: Well, there is always that funny, uh, conspiracy theory that I, I forget the guy's name but the guy with the hot nanny who took over jeff, jeff lowe yeah jeff lowe was actually like uh carol baskin's husband because <laughs> <like, laughs> she like or not not her not the husband that she killed but like her first husband that she got a divorce from yeah yeah that it was actually jeff lowe and she sent, she sent jeff lowe to dismantle the <laughs> Joe exotic operation
0: yeah dude that's uh that whole i missed that whole part of quarantine when everything was all hey, let's watch this dumb uh, TV show and, you know, just be stuck inside the house. And now we're at the the sad part.
1: Did you You watch it yet? What? The Tiger King.
0: Oh, absolutely. I binge watched that on, like, the first couple days it came out. You couldn't stop watching.
1: No, yeah, no, I couldn't. I turned it on and couldn't stop. You know, another documentary I don't know if you've seen yet, I just watched it the other night that I also couldn't stop watching is that Jeffrey Epstein one, Filthy Rich, that just came out on Netflix.
0: Oh, yes. I have that not one, seen it yet.
1: That one is crazy. I, I don't even know how to explain it other than crazy. Pretty much like, oh, man, it's just I don't even want to get into it. How many like people that are implied into being in this ring and everything and basically the way that Epstein got out of everything that he got out of and everything like that is basically – it alludes to the fact that he probably had dirt on a lot of people that are high up in our political system and our governmental Mm. power put in positions of power and stuff. It's crazy. Even, uh, Les Wexner, um, who's the owner of Victoria's Secret and Abercrombie and Fitch and other things. Uh, that's how he made his money, but he's a significant figure for the Ohio state university There's a building named after him, the Wexner center and everything like that. Mm. That apparently him and Epstein were close there's some pretty raunchy rumors in the documentary about those two. And that's where people think that Epstein got most of his money was from Les Wexner. So all that stuff is pretty crazy, man. You got to check that out for sure.
0: Holy shit. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I definitely have to look at that. I wouldn't really
1: say it's awesome because it's actually pretty. pretty
0: Well, no, awesomely dark, like, you know. Yeah. Dark, dark for sure. The conspiracy things and the the theories and all that stuff out there. I, I, I love learning about New stuff like that, man. It's it's crazy what will come out. uh,
1: You definitely feel super sympathetic towards his victims because they they really do a good job of painting a picture of like how these girls would come forward, and so many of them came forward, and even the ones that didn't come forward, the investigators found so much, and then like time after time, they'd bring these charges up on him, and somehow he'd get this deal worked out, and you know nothing would happen. So it's uh. It's
0: pretty nuts. Damn, dude, I'll cue that up for sure. I just watched uh, the other night the Adam Sandler's Uncut Gems. Dude, Man, what I, the,
1: the most the most stressful movie of all time. I have never been
0: out? I have never been more stressed watching a movie. I swear to god, dude. He's just yelling the whole time and like he's got a thousand things going on at once. And then I'm not gonna spoil the ending, but good god that ending was crazy.
1: I was like, at least at the ending, I was like, God damn! At least it's like over now.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. You knew where it was going at the end, though. To, like as soon as it well, happened,
1: I, it it was you were pretty like, surprising. Oh, okay, yeah.
0: it was. I didn't really, see it coming.
1: Not at all. Uh, that
0: that movie was a good movie, but if you want to be stressed out for two and a half hours, definitely check out Uncut Gems because I mean it was really really well done. Now, Danny tells me there's another movie on Netflix by the same dudes called Good Times. Or something like that, and he said it's an even better movie, but the same kind of stressful feeling like that. So that's also in my queue to watch.
1: Oh man, maybe I'll check that one out too um, for sure. But yeah, very stressful movie. Very, it was, it was it was good to see Adam Sandler in kind of a
0: different role, I guess. Um, well, he came you know, out. So- he should win an Oscar for that, which he didn't even get nominated, but. I could see why he didn't. I mean, he's way outside his normal role, but like you said, it is nice seeing him in a different role.
1: I would also say that the one thing – I was—I just I mean, I get why it was about the Boston Celtics and like those Boston Celtics, which is – what was it, the 2000 and –
0: 2012.
1: 2012 Celtics. Yeah, because he was – remember,
0: he was wearing the 2008 ring already.
1: Well, that's what I mean. The 2008 team that won the championship. Yeah. And then it was the – the Celtics of Pierce Garnett and um, Rajan uh, Rondo. Rondo, Rondo, yeah. And like they, you know, that's another thing that I keep like. It seems like whenever someone in like the sports media is talking about that Celtics team, two thousand eight, when they, they they talk about them, like they were a dynasty, man. And like, don't get me wrong, they were a good team. They won a championship. I think they went to the finals twice.
0: Yeah, they beat um, the Cavs. Going, they they went beat the Cavs in oh seven to get into the uh, the finals.
1: Yeah, and uh, but yeah, people talk about them like they were a dynasty, and you know mm-hmm. they, they weren't. Which is, I
0: think, I think their legacy that they left on the NBA is the fact that three super three or more superstars can gang up on a on one single team to go after a championship. You know, that's where I think that's where the original well in our modern era anyway, the original big three came from.
1: Yeah, I I can see that for sure because before them was. Well, I'm, Pippen and Jordan and um, Rodman were kind of a threesome, but big right. three, but they didn't um,
0: – They were made together, yeah. though.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, Pippen and Jordan were made together. Rod, Rodman kind of had his own thing before he came to that team. But, yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I just – it seems like that team is remembered as a, you know, a great basketball team, and I just – I mean, the, uh, don't get me wrong; they were a great basketball team, but they're not the Miami Heat of LeBron James. They are not the Golden State Warriors. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, no, I, not even, I definitely, they're, they're not even I, the
1: San Antonio Spurs. I and that's another thing too is that like, people. I've heard other people say that they were the first ones, with the Big Three, but the Spurs had Ginobili, Parker, and Duncan before those
0: three were together. Right, but weren't they were all made there though? Weren't they? Tony Parker was drafted by the. Uh, by the spurs was it yeah there?
1: yeah no they were all made there so i guess the free agent. it's like that so when i agency. when i
0: say when i say the modern big three I, I mean that like three players consciously gathered together outside of a team and then they were like okay let's all play for this one team or like one player was already on that team and then they were already friends out on the outside they consciously gathered in the off season and said, okay, let's all go play in this one area and we'll bring that area championship, right? That's what I mean by the, 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 the modern-day Big Three. I think that's what uh, their legacy is. Yeah, they had that 2008 championship. So, you know, I wouldn't call it a d- dynasty by any means, like you said, though.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I was also listening to something else on ESPN the other day about um, – they were talking about when the Mavs beat the Heat in the NBA Finals. Now that, if I'm not mistaken, that was the last year that LeBron was on the Heat, correct? Because the first year he was on the Heat, they lost to the Spurs. Yeah. If I don't have and this he, mistaken. Yes. Then they yes. won
0: two. And then they won two. So.
1: They beat OKC was, and the Spurs, I believe.
0: Yep. And then and they then beat, They and, went. And then a, they lost
1: to the Mavericks.
0: Yes. So that was that would have been four years, and then yeah, he came back to Cleveland after that.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah, people were talking about that, how, um, yeah. that Mavericks team that beat the heat, that was probably the last team that has ever been good or at least championship caliber good with one superstar on it being Dirk Nowitzki. And I think that Dirk is being slept on a lot by the fact that he was the one true superstar on that team. And, yeah. He got the job done against the super team of the Miami Heat, um, you know, basically by himself. And you know, people never talk about that. You, like when, whenever you talk about, you know, maybe not the greatest player of all time, but the greatest performances of all time, the greatest playoff mm-hmm, run of all time. Mm-hmm. I feel like no one ever talks about that. And Dirk should definitely get some recognition there.
0: I can't name you one other player on that Mavericks team that year. What was that? Twenty eleven? No, that was twenty twelve. Yeah, I'll
1: look it up real fast just so you can see what we're dealing with here. But like I said, no one ever talks about
0: that. And uh, I think think Dirk, I don't think people sleep on Dirk. Just remember that his um, going away tour, his last season, after he uh, said that this is going to be my last season, like everybody, he went on that going away tour, same as Dwayne Wade went on his uh, going away tour. Everybody paid their respects to him. So I don't think people necessarily sleep on Dirk. But I think you are right in saying that he was probably the last person to win a championship, not on like a super team. At least, so, in, at least till this date.
1: So there was other, there was other stars on it. Actually, a lot more than I thought.
0: Who else uh, is there?
1: All right, so um, you had some other people on this team. Um, you got Sean Marion. Well, I mean, he was way past his prime at that point. Yeah. But- yeah. Jason Kidd also a little bit older in his career. Vince Carter right. older in his career. Vince
0: Carter was on that team.
1: Yeah, Lamar oh, yeah. Odom, Jason okay. Terry,
0: our man wow. Delonte West. Wow, dude, that was a that was a good team.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying that like even you know because we were a lot younger then, and it, those teams all okay. So we got we got the yeah. So that was that should have been. I mean, I'm trying to get the year pinned down here. No, see, so we got it mixed up. I think the, the Mavs, I might be wrong here. Let's let's figure this out. Okay, so the Mavs were the first team to beat the Miami, the LeBron James Miami Heat. We got the Spurs and the Mavs mixed up.
0: They were the first one. So, they were that first year, so, so that would have been 2011 then.
1: Yeah, the 2011, the Mavs beat the Heat, and then we had the Heat beat the Thunder, then the Heat beat the Spurs, and then they lost to the Spurs. So we had the order mixed up.
0: Okay, that makes more sense.
1: So let me look at the 2011 Dallas Mavericks and see who was on that team.
0: I didn't know Vince Carter had a title, dude. I'm super happy for Vince Carter.
1: Well, I don't think – let me look. Yeah, he wasn't on this team.
0: Oh, he wasn't on this team. Damn it.
1: Right, so he was, on, he was on the 2012 team who ultimately lost but did not win. So you had Dirk, who was a star, obviously. Outside of him, Tyson Chandler was on that team, so I guess that's the that's name. Jason Kidd was still on. I'm not sure how much he played. Sean Marion was there. Mm. And Jason Terry. But yeah, so e- yeah. E- either way, we got the years mixed up, so we apologize for that. This tells, us, tells all of our listeners that obviously we are not basketball gurus.
0: No, but we are going all based on memory until he pulled out his phone, so I, I don't think we did that bad. But we do we got, owe. We each, got
1: the order. We got the order mixed up.
0: We do owe each other beers for that that dire mistake right there, though. So that's a beer fine for both of us.
1: But either way, yeah, and, I think that I think that Dirk, um, like you said, Dirk is probably the last one to win without a super team, and he deserves more recognition than he gets
0: for that. Absolutely. And don't you forget, he was in the. You remember the movie way back in the day, like Mike with Lil Bow Wow. I've never <laughs> yes. Seen that movie. You never saw Like Mike, dude? That's a good classic movie, dude. Uh, he was in this movie, and he was super young then, um, but he asked Lil' Bow Wow for his autograph. That's funny. Yeah, dude. That shit came out when I was like, I was probably like 10 when that movie came out. So, like, what,
1: what, you know. Have you seen that new uh, basketball movie with um, Ben Affleck? It's called like The Way Back or something like that.
0: No, I haven't, but I've heard it's pretty good. That's the I've one where Ben Affleck's like a recovering alcoholic on this one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've heard I've heard that's a pretty good movie.
1: What's a, What's your favorite basketball movie of all time?
0: Favorite basketball movie? It's got to be Space Jam, dude. Space Jam? Space Jam's up there for me. Close second, Hoosiers.
1: See, I've never seen Hoosiers, so that's why I don't think I'm like fair to answer in this category because I know a lot of people say Hoosiers, but I haven't seen Hoosiers. It's interesting, though. For sure, Cause I feel like there's a lot of basketball movies. I really like that one with. Um, it's kind of like a cliche type movie, but that one with uh, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, Coach Carter. I Coach like
0: Carter is good. Yeah, that's a good one. What about Glory Road? Have you seen that one? That's a good. Yeah, one Glory too. Road is
1: good. Also, uh, Glory Road I think is like more historically significant, especially because it's based on a true story and everything like that. So.
0: Right. Uh, well, so so is Hoosiers. Dude, you, oh, yeah. need well, you need to watch you need to watch
1: Hoosiers. I I I'll get around to it. <laughs> I'll get,
0: I'll get to it. No you won't. <laughs> Dude, you need to sit down and watch that movie. You would love that movie. I promise you. It's fantastic. What
1: um what about football movie? What's your favorite football movie?
0: Oh man. Tough question. I think we covered this before, but I would I would have to say, I mean, it, it it has to be "Remember the Titans," right? Has to be. But there's so many good options. I really like "Remember options. the
1: Titans." I really like "Remember the Titans." I, don't get me wrong; I love that movie. Um, even though it's largely fictional, not a lot of stuff that happened in the movie that actually happened in real life. Even though it's based on a true story, I do like "Remember the Titans." I've seen it a million times; never gets old. Is it my favorite football movie? Probably not.
0: Which one would be yours?
1: It's a tough one, man. It's a tough one. Um,
0: There's a lot of good ones out there, man.
1: Rudy's up there, but I don't think I can put Rudy at number one either. It's a little...
0: Ben, Vince Vaughn's first uh, acting, acting movie. Acting By credit, yeah.
1: You know, I, speaking off topic a little bit, but speaking of Vince Vaughn, I just watched another movie of his that just came out. I think it was supposed to go to theaters, but they didn't because of the you know COVID and everything. But well, It's called Arkansas with uh, Clark Duke, who directs it. Clark Duke from like, um, Sex Trip and stuff like that, and then oh yeah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah yeah,
1: and then uh, Liam Hemsworth and Vince Vaughn, very good movie. But anyway, back to uh, back to this uh, football. Yeah, so Remember the Titans, Rudy are both really good. Friday Night Lights is probably my number one with uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Okay, I really like Friday Night Lights. That that one's up there for me. I feel like that one just captures like the the actual. Like how big football is in a small town, it it just seems like a little bit more realistic. Like you don't kind of both remember the Titans and Rudy have like that come from behind like Cinderella story type feel to it. Which, Cinderella story, yeah, it's a Cinderella story. Uh, which I, I mean, it's a good story and everything like that, but you know, it's not it's not all about football. You know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like yeah. Friday Night Lights is all about football. The only other one that would come be competing in my mind with Friday Night Lights is and i know a lot of people don't agree with me on this but any given sunday man i i fucking love that movie i know a lot a of monster. people don't it's very it's very very 90s it's by guy Ritchie, and sometimes his movies are a little bit off the deep end it's it's very wild and kind of like everywhere but if you Not- can get over the 90s like stuff going on it's a great story it has the old uh, like, white quarterback who's kind of, like, the old-school old gunslinger-type guy. And then you get...
0: Jamie Foxx uh, in there.
1: Jamie Foxx comes up as Steven and Willie Beeman, who's, like, the young, black, athletic quarterback, like, the, the new player in the game, and he his rise to fame. And you have Cameron Diaz, who's, like, the owner of the team, cutthroat, Al Pacino, a little bit miscast <laughs> as a head coach, but still a good character. Jim Brown is a coach in it. LL Cool J is the running back, dude. Like, I, you know, I just... I. Uh, I really like Any Given Sunday. I know a lot of people don't. Definitely Al Pacino's Game of Interest speech in Any Given Sunday might be the best football speech in any movie ever. Like you can't argue with that.
0: No, you can't. You can't argue that. With an all-star cast like that, man, you can't go wrong. Any Given Sunday is definitely up there for me as well. Uh, And I think, you know, the sleeper on this one is the replacements. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. That's a good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's just a. It's just a good movie. Uh, it's not necessarily all about football or whatever, but it's just a good movie to watch. Like whenever it's on TV, Absolutely. I'm like, there's nothing else to watch. I'm like, uh yeah, I'll watch Replacements. No problem. You know.
1: I have to rewatch that one because it's been a long time since I've seen it.
0: Yeah, dude, that's a really good one. You all know it's, there's uh, only
1: one good uh, hockey movie. There's only one good hockey. Like, you- I mean, there's more than one good hockey movie, I should say, but. If yeah, you don't the, say that name. Miracle is the best hockey movie of all time, you're just playing wrong. Like you can't just argue wrong. with that.
0: Yeah. yeah. I. You know I got my Jim Craig uh, Miracle on Ice hockey jersey that I love wearing around. Uh, I have that. So, yeah, Miracle is probably the best hockey. Number two, I would have to say Mighty Ducks. You got to go Mighty Ducks on that, right? Slap shot. Slap shot. Yeah, don't forget Goon.
1: Goon is awesome, but I... I don't think Goon appeals to the mass public as much as it does <laughs> to <Yeah. laughs> beer-drinking 25-year-old hockey fans. You know,
0: <laughs> Hey, that's us. Yeah, we're a little bit older like than that him. now, but...
1: Oh, speak so. <laughs> for oh, okay. Uh, well, what about baseball? I know Major League's up there. I, I would say Major League, too, but we're Cleveland fans. So outside of Major League, what do you get?
0: Outside of Major League... I really really enjoyed The Rookie. The
1: Rookie's a good one. It, it the, the Rookie's a good one. I definitely like that movie. I just got to say again, it kind of has that like the same type of feeling as Remember Titans and Rudy where it's like you know that come from behind. Well, it Cinderella it is a, it is a, it is
0: a, <laughs> it is a Disney movie. So I mean, of course right, they have right. to get that in there. But I mean, it's a good movie. I enjoy it. That was just off the top of my head, though. You know, there's probably way more better ones out there.
1: I like uh, The Natural is a good one. And, well, that's uh, an old
0: school movie, isn't it?
1: Robert Redford, yeah. I mean, it's not super old, but it's older for sure. That's a good one. And then uh, I think my favorite baseball movie outside of Major League has to be, it's called For the Love of the Game. It's Kevin Costner and John mm. C. Reilly. That, that's a great movie, too. I really enjoy that one. But you can't be Major League, man. When the Indians win—spoiler—the Indians win at the end. And when I mean, the Indians win at the end, uh, dude, I watch it all the time. It doesn't matter if I'm like drunk. It doesn't matter if I'm sober. Like whatever's going on in my life, I can sit down and watch Major League, and I cry at the end, just like the Indians absolutely. actually won. Absolutely, you know what I mean? And what's you know, funny I, is that, like, in the movie, they didn't—they like, don't even allude to the fact that they won, even like the American League or anything like that. They just—all they did was win the division i think
0: right yeah Yeah. in the first one they just won the division
1: yeah and but still dude i'll sit there and cry through that like all the time it's it's charlie sheen uh who's that who's that guy who plays jake taylor i don't remember but wesley snipes is in it it's and there's man i can't talk enough about how much i love major league if you haven't uh, seen major league go watch major
0: league absolutely it's a great movie you know the one thing i regret uh from rivals the bar that we would always go down to in hawaii it's right around the corner from our apartment Twenty One Twenty One was uh charlie sheen was at the end of the bar with the autograph and we never bought that yeah. thing man i really it was uh charlie
1: sheen autographed rick Vaughn picture i so honestly i tried to buy it one time um well because me and you asked about the price one time and i'm like okay that's not that unreasonable but i'm gonna wait a little bit and then right. I waited that's a little what, bit at and then I asked to buy it again, and it was like it wasn't for sale. Like, like the owner of the bar was like, the bar wouldn't be the same without it. And I'm like, well, that makes sense.
0: Well, it does make sense, but that was a Boston bar, so I don't really get that. But okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we should have we should
0: have we should have gotten it when we had the chance.
1: That's I bet they right, would though. sell it now because all the bars in Hawaii are. Foldings Dude, you
0: sent so me much. you sent you sent me that story this week, and that makes me so upset. Our watering holes, at the Irish Rose, O'Tooles, Kelly O'Neals, uh, all of those Irish bars in downtown Waikiki are now closed forever because of this stupid pandemic going on. And well, hopefully uh, they'll come back.
1: It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not out. It's not unreasonable that once everything returns to somewhat normalcy and the bars do open back up and everything that someone else will take over the bar, like a different owner might buy the leases out and, you know, maybe open them back up as the same name and stuff like that. It's not completely unreasonable thinking that. But they were awesome because I don't even if a different owner buys them or something like that, I don't know if they will ever return to their true for like former glory because those were just right. great all American bars. Like
0: Fantastic it, bars.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just really really old school feeling in them and stuff like that.
0: The um, you know what? Uh, you know, my first thought when I read when I read that story was, "Oh no, where's Elephant gonna play now?"
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, well, uh, Elephant they because they wouldn't even always be at those bars because they had other places to play and stuff. So I think Elephant will be okay. They, they, they got there's plenty of bars for Elephant to go to. It's I hope just, so. Uh,
0: you know, I wish we were there for the close down though because we could uh we could take that. Old school '90s elephant photo off the wall. At uh, which part was it? Oh, that? that was Oh that? my god, that was that the that was Irish at the Rose, Rose, right? Rose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, We always we always wanted that, and it was it was right as you walk in on the left hand side. And we always said we should just take that down off the wall as we were leaving, but we never did it. Obviously, because we're not that terrible with people. But we always said we wanted it. But it was a great picture of them, super young, the band, super young. And from like the '90s, so like 20 years old, 30 years old at this point, and uh, we always said we wanted that. So if the bar was closing down, I wish we were there so we could grab that picture up just in in memory of Elephant. Because man, I miss going to their shows. Man, I know uh, a lot of our a lot of our audience has probably seen uh, our Snapchats uh, from way back in the day. We used to send those all the time uh, of Elephant playing, of me and Joe uh, singing loudly. along very
1: very badly i might very bad
0: very badly uh every now and then it'll pop up in my memories i'm like damn i miss going to those bars with elephant playing and all our friends around man yeah Yeah. for sure it's a it's it's hopefully hopefully they can eh, cheers to the irish bars in hawaii hopefully they they open back up Mm.
1: for sure all right, man. Well, I've had a good time talking with you. We didn't have a guest tonight, so this is the first episode of Hot Takes and Cold Beers, where it's just myself, Joe, and you, Chris, obviously. But I had a good time, and I hope that you guys yeah. all enjoyed it. If you Absolutely. did, uh, give us a like on Instagram, give us a follow or a subscription, give us some feedback, some reviews, whatever you guys want to. Stay safe out there. If you're going out to protest and support the community in any way you can, please stay safe. Absolutely. And uh, we love all of you guys, and thank you for your support thus far. And, uh, well, Chris, I think I need another beer.
0: All right, brother. Cheers, bro. We'll see you.